everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Jill. We're in person. I know. It's so exciting. It is so exciting. <laughs> We're recording in my house. Do you get to see I know. it? It's so nice. Like, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Um, <laughs> well, the colors are great. Yes, or the lack thereof. The lack of color. I took a very Connor McDavid-inspired um, <laughs> color palette to go around here, so. Just, like, at a reduced budget. Yes, obviously. Like a normal person budget. I would appreciate the heated um, driveway that he spoke of this week because um, don't really enjoy shoveling and my neighbors haven't quite picked up on the like alternate shovel days yet. I know. I saw my parents were shoveling this morning and I was like, this is not the life. Well, at least it's warm today. Like the last couple days I was just like, I don't care. Like no one lives in this neighborhood. So like, yeah, Yeah. walk around here. Um, Yeah. I arrived on Thursday and I was like, this is a rude awakening. Like, and the pilot, when we were about to land, he's like, I have some bad news for you and I thought it was gonna be like we're not landing like we're turning back that's like not the like lead-in you should ever use and he's like it's not as warm as it was and so I flew out of Orange County so like Santa Ana and he it was like 50 something Fahrenheit there and it was like minus 20 something Fahrenheit here and I was like ooh yikes 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 Thursday was brutal I um it was like blizzarding and so there was supposed to be a flames game on Thursday night that I was going to go to and they were having a toy drive. And so I had a toy and so they changed it to, um, just drop it off in the loop and like the alumni were out there and these guys were freezing and I was like kind of bummed because I really would have liked to get out and like have a conversation with them. Right. Mine is a million and they were like, so miserable and the roads were just brutal i hope that they have like another another day that they set it i mean not that we have any games this year right now but like that's the thing like because when i when i did drive it off like you just rolled your window down and i was like yeah like it um like it's brutal day out here for you guys yeah he's like yeah no one's come by either so that's too bad because like i don't know who the toys go to but like obviously you're expecting some and yeah like that yeah that's tough on the there so Man. But yeah, um, I feel like this is like we're us broadcasting from like the start of the year because COVID Surprise. is all we're going to talk about this episode. We're back. We're back. In true disappointment, I mean, we were supposed to be at the Flames game tonight. I don't know if you had tickets, but like I, did, I was yeah. supposed to go with my dad and... Obviously, we're not there. Obviously not. Um, um, do you like remember those like episodes where we were like mental health checking because yeah. like the level of depression was there? This is like that. That's like that. Like it is bad. Um, and I mean, I'm really upset because we were obviously excited for the return of Geo. Yes, that is postponed and I mean I've straight up told my family like I'm just coming back for the game like I don't even care if I like fly in in the morning and fly out the next morning like I am coming for that game so basically um last week the Flames played um on on Thursday and Saturday against the Canes and the Bruins and then they were tested just after the Bruins game in order to fly out to their Monday night game in Chicago and six players were tested positive for COVID. And like three support and staff three support at that staff. time. So they just straight up canceled 
like Chicago game. They weren't even like you're going with a partial team. Well, yeah, because <laughs> they basically were concerned that like there could be other ones who were positive, yeah. and if they got to the U.S. and they are positive, but then, then you, have to, come you back. can't come back. You have to quarantine down there, and then you have to quarantine when you arrive home. Yeah. So like you'd be out forever, and yeah. so. So since those tests, though, like basically twenty some players on the Flames have tested positive yeah. with the Omicron. Everyone and but Chucky. Chucky, Michael Stone, Vladar, and Blake Coleman are like <laughs> the, the only surviving members of the team. <laughs> so like, don't know how. Either they're like super antisocial and no one talks to them. Maybe they already had COVID. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, obviously, we're we're Team Zero, like because and we've now taken down the entire NHL. So <laughs> I have theories. <laughs> obviously, I've spent my entire week figuring out who's Patient Zero on Team Zero because, um, as Maddie mentioned, like the Canes half their roster, yeah. the Bruins half, half their, their roster. roster, the teams that they've played since, yeah. they're down and out. Like Florida, the Avs, Toronto's out. down now, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seattle's having games canceled. Like, it is literally the entire NHL. Nashville. Yes. Um, I'm, like, concerned because, like, poor Minnesota and St. Louis have the Winter Classic on January 1. Oh, jeez. So, like, you know, that's obviously not really a cancelable event, but yeah. what do you do? But... I've, like, deduced it down to a couple players who I think might have been patient zero, and my leading candidate is Elias Windholm. Based on your theories, it seems accurate. Yes. So he was in the first group that was diagnosed with COVID, um, among some others, um, but based off of who on the Hurricanes and the Bruins were diagnosed, like, there was a lot of, like, top players. Like, I'm talking, like, Brad Marchand, yeah. Patrice Bergeron, um, Sebastian Ajo, like, so you're probably looking at someone who's had more yeah. close contact with those players. Like, like you know, not our 6D men. Wait, really? Yeah. So that led me down to narrowing it down between Chris Tanov, Elias Lindholm, and Andrew Montecani. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, well, like, Lindholm played in Carolina. And when I look at who some of the wow. players in Carolina wow. were sick, they were ones that played with him there. And so I feel like they maybe, like, maybe they didn't get together because I know they're still, like... But they, like, probably talked on the ice in warm-up. Or in the hallway, yeah. like, in the dome or something like yeah. that. Um, so that's my theory as to why he is patient zero. I honestly thought it might have been Lucic, but he wasn't in the first because yeah. he was in Boston. He played for True. Boston, and as we discussed, he did the whole, like, they had the ceremony for him yes. in that game. So I assume that some of the Bruins who still play for the Bruins who played with him would have like congratulated him and whatever. But as you mentioned, not part of the first wave. Well, they actually had a pretty like most pathetic ceremony I've ever seen. Um, They didn't do anything other than like show a video montage. And he took a couple laps like in the middle of the period. Like there was no pregame. Oh, I thought they would have, like, presented him with that fancy stick. Well, because he technically got that last year. Last year. But, like, come on. Just do it again in front of the fans. And, like... I know. But I think it's funny because when the Flames were going to Chicago, it was supposed to be the celebration for Marc-Andre Fleury because it was his first game back in Chicago after his 500th win. Yeah. And so, obviously, we ruined that party. (laughs) Um, And instead, his family just got him, like... A cake. This nice cake that says, like, 500 on it. Although, like, literally, if I'm being honest, though, like, that is a better ceremony than Luch got for his. So, like, would have taken the cake. 
But Luch, I think, got himself in a little bit of hot water because he posted about like, getting his booster. Yeah, which like we are not eligible for boosters, and I know this because I'm older than Luch. <laughs> so he is not in the age group where you are allowed to get your booster in Alberta yet. Now he might have got it traveling. Possibly. Maybe maybe they're just maybe they're boosting them in the US. Maybe. But Which, like it was like a post that went up. Basically it said that all of the flames are doing well and none of them are symptomatic. Mm-hmm. And then it commented that he has his booster and many of the other ones do as well. Yeah. And like flashback a few pandemics ago, <laughs> uh, when H1N1 was ravishing the world, <laughs> the flames got in a lot of trouble because they skipped the Cue for, for vaccinations. vaccinations. Yeah. Um, uh, my thought is they, I mean, obviously he got told to take it down. Yeah, um, But like my thought is they got it in the U.S. Possibly. Um, <clears throat> and, and so I'm kind of surprised that they haven't come out and like said this is what happened. Yeah. Because like maybe it's just, maybe that's just my interpretation. And, or of maybe it, they're but, like, vaccinating like a lot of the team, which also would make sense to me because they're cross-border traveling. But like just come out and say that that's what they're doing. Yeah. And like. Maybe people wouldn't have an issue with it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's been like today was the first day where they didn't add any new players into COVID protocol. Yeah. No positive test today. So like yeah. we're looking up for maybe not the 28th, but like the 31st potentially. We are hoping our New Year's plans are intact. Because <laughs> I mean, if not, I'm just coming here. Yeah. Like, which like fine, but like really wasn't quite the New Year's we had planned for. Right. So. Um. Oh man, but it's not just the NHL. Like the NFL postponed uh, three games this week, so not canceled. They just moved. The, honestly, the only one that I saw that moved was the the Rams, and I forget who they're playing. They're playing now on Tuesday versus I think they were supposed to play today or tomorrow um, because there were Saturday games this week uh, in the NFL. So. Their game was postponed. The Rams have like 20 players that have tested positive, And there's three other teams in the NFL that have over 20 players. So there's been sort of a growing uh, vocal group, I guess, within a lot of the sports leagues. But talking about where, like, where the level of concern needs to be if a vaccinated player tests positive. And so the original discussion was around, like, there wasn't, doesn't seem to be a lot of on-field transmission if someone is positive. That doesn't seem to be the case with Omicron. (laughs) No, no, no. It's Which I've heard, like, that one transmits more rapidly, but also people are getting less sick from it. Yeah. But, like, you definitely have less exposure time. Yeah. Um, And so, but this, like, this group is basically saying, like, why do we care? Unless they're symptomatic. If someone is asymptomatic and they're vaccinated and they're positive, could we not just continue on? Yeah. Life is normal. Which isn't, like, the worst idea, but obviously it, like, puts some more risks. Risk. Because you're not just looking at these players. You're looking at sending them home to their families with right. children who might not be yeah. of vaccination age. Like, typically pro-athletes' kids are pretty young because they're young. So, yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have 12-year-old kids kind of thing. It's going to be interesting. Honestly, my assumption is in January, the NHL is going to pull out of the Olympics. I think because is their drop dead date, right? Yeah. yeah. Because. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Valerie. <Valerie's. laughs> right. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, but also, like, a lot of players were starting to be vocal about it. Connor McDavid was one of them, although I don't understand because, like, he threw a huge Christmas party. But beyond the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, very vocal about the fact that if you go to 
to the Olympics and either throughout the, you know, arrive there or throughout the tournament, you test positive, you have to quarantine there for five weeks. Yeah. And like you're, it's like not quarantine in Canada where like, okay, I can go stand in my backyard. It's like you're locked in a hotel room, not allowed to move. Yeah. They deliver like a tray of what I assume is like a plastic. Ginger beef. Yeah. Like, or like a bagged sandwich, like three times a day. Yeah. So my assumption is the NHL, not even with like, this happening like obviously this doesn't help it because there's so many games that have been postponed but these owners like imagine if we send johnny goudreau over there and he can't come back and like the <laughs> so so that's the other part of the problem too is like they they do have insurance for for like injury situations mm-hmm. that might happen at the olympics and so an example is the i think it was the sochi olympics where john tavares got hurt. yeah and so that insurance would cover his NHL salary because he couldn't return to play. Yeah. However, that caps out at $5 million. <laughs> so, like, that's not a lot of money for, like, the possibility of 20-some players having to go in quarantine and not being able to play. And that's, like, the entire Canada and U.S. team will be fielded by NHL players. A lot of, like... The Russian team will the, be as The well, Russian Swedish team, team, Swedish team, like... Yeah. So that's four, probably four to five teams will be full NHL players. Then with the other teams having like a handful. So you're talking like you could expose up to like, I don't know, a hundred plus players basically and not have them return, which could screw like entire teams playoff seasons. And so I know Team Canada has discussed that they have an NHL roster planned and they have a non-NHL roster planned, which like... I do feel kind of bad for that non-NHL roster where it's like, hi, we don't really care enough about your well-being, so, like, you're going over You're the B team? Let's go. Yeah, like, you're in. Um, I assume the U.S. has the same Probably. Like, they they must all. But I do think there could be some leeway to say, like, if you're a player that wants to go, um, you know, maybe there's some sort of thing where it's like, if you go, you're welcome to go, but if you get COVID and you have to quarantine, like, you're forgoing your salary. And, like, I don't know, like, possible voiding of contracts I'm not sure yeah because like I know there have been players like like Ovechkin in the past where who said if he if they weren't going to send the uh NHL athletes to Sochi he was going to like defect and go basically and like and I get that that was probably a bit of a different circumstance because obviously that's his home country Mm -hmm. and so like the idea of playing on home ice is very different where it's not like we have any NHL players from China who are like this dying to go but um but that being said like there are countries where, like, the loyalty might be a bit different. Where, yeah. Like, whereas I do think the Canadian players and probably the U.S. ones, depending on where they're from, if they're, like, like Texas-raised. Well, and maybe, players, maybe Blake Coleman's yeah. going to roll the dice and he's going to get a call. <laughs> he might because, like, he – I was so annoyed this week when he was posting pictures out at the mall. And I'm like, you have been close contact. Right. With so- with COVID. <laughs> Don't go to the mall. Right, like, please, we know that you've probably been tested, like, at least once a day, but, like, still, just for, or, or, like, if you're going to the mall, please don't post about it. Put a mask on. You can go anonymously, because, like, we all have to wear masks. Yeah, masks, ball cap, like, sunglasses, you're good. No one's gonna notice. No one's gonna notice. I don't even know what you look like, so. I mean, you might recognize, like, the, like, thighs, because, like, there's a lot to them. But, yeah. Uh. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I have to think, like, 
my guess is because there's a three week break scheduled in February right now for, for the, the Olympics. Yeah, they've they've commented that it would be difficult to reschedule some of those games because arena availability. Right, so, like things are booked already. But I would guess that they would probably look at some neutral barn options. So like, could you play a Flames game in Saskatoon? Yeah, you know, could you play a game in Kelowna or something like that? Yeah, because you. I feel like we're getting closer and closer to no fans. Like Montreal had already said no fans for their last game. Yeah, Quebec's done that. And then Ontario's half capacity, which like, okay, then how do you decide who gets the tickets? Well, in Ottawa, I think anyone does because they're totally sold out. Okay, but like for the Leafs, like do you do a random draw? Probably. I'm sure it's probably – the Lower bowl, yeah. Who gets them first? Then. Because, like, and also because they need those people on TV. But then also, like, okay, so you say you're only going to have half capacity, but if they're all sitting in the lower bowl, like, everyone's still sitting exciting. beside each other. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know how that would work. Um, you know, obviously, like, even the Flames of Gabe never done partial. It was, like, zero or 100 yeah. kind of thing, so not too sure. But um, we might not ever have a capacity problem because we, in Alberta, are – we are revising open for summer as yes. open for Christmas and you're allowed to have your unvaccinated aunt come by now. Um, so Jason Kenny's obviously got a lot going on for Christmas this year. So I don't see him shutting down the hockey game. No, I think it's going to. And Susan to come on over for, for Christmas. Dinner, yeah. So I'm like, at least for ours, everyone's vaccinated. I mean, like I'm not hanging out with <laughs> Vaccinated, as well, we've discussed. We have like the Flames rule is the strictest yeah. in the NHL. Like, we yeah. don't even allow negative tests. Yeah, which I appreciate. Like, yeah, I think over half of the people coming are are have their booster like to at for dinner. So I'm like, okay, perfect. Oh, for you, okay. Yeah. I thought at the Flames game, I was like, I don't think no, so. no, no for okay. Christmas dinner. Okay. Yeah, yeah, lots um, and loaded. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, where boosters haven't really been actively rolled out unless you're 50 plus. So I was like, I don't think there's that many people at the hockey game who have it yet, but... <laughs> Just all the, like, old white men are Yeah, don't yeah, worry exactly. about it. They're protecting old white men. <laughs> but the other wildest COVID news... <laughs> it's, like, honestly the best story. Easily my favorite of story. Of probably the year. <laughs> so, our good friend Kyrie Irving... Who we discussed earlier had been basically cut from the Brooklyn Nets because he would only be able to play for their away games. And they were like, we're not paying you to play like not even like half the season basically. And you couldn't even play against the Knicks because you can't play anywhere in New York. Yeah. New York state mandate, which I think is also California's is that all of the home team players have to be vaccinated to play in the arena. Because they're always like, I mean, I think the assumption is like they're practicing in that arena. They have they interact with the staff the most. Like they are exposed to that arena more well, than the I think that quote was, unquote visitor. I think that was a large part of it, but I also think because if they are a home player, now it's a like transmission, yeah, local transmission. True, where true. otherwise it'd be like a like an out of state. That's also a valid point, yeah. but it is the same rule in California, which is how we deduce that LeBron, LeBron James was vaccinated. Yes. Um, so yes, they basically said to, to Kyrie Irving, like, cause he's been, I don't want to get vaccinated. Um, it didn't even seem like he was anti-vax. He was just anti them telling him what to do. Exactly. Which seems to be a lot of people. And it's yeah. just like, I don't know, like people have told you what vaccines to get when you were a child. Right. And like, like, I don't know, I guess maybe you were like 12 then. So you didn't have an opinion, but 
I don't know, if someone told me to get the tetanus shot, I'd be like, sure. Right, like, you've studied this. (laughs) I'm going to trust you. Yeah. I was thinking of that, actually, when um, people were talking about how, like, we're going to have to get, like, 25 boosters. And when I logged into my health records and I saw how many hepatitis boosters that we have to get, and I was like, oh, okay, like, vaccines need boosters. Like, Right, this happens frequently. Like, no one disease I haven't gotten? Hepatitis. Hepatitis, (laughs) right. Like, when I've been free free and clear of my entire life, hep. seven boosters that I had as a child. Um, but anyways, I wonder if I can get my Alberta records. You probably can. Because I do have a number. I yeah. just don't think it's, like, active anymore. Yeah. I don't think tax here, but. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but anyways, yeah, they decided that, that Irving was going to play. And then COVID, obviously, has ripped through the NHL. It's also ripped through the NBA. And they have injury. Don't forget. The Nets also have injuries. They do. And so they were saying that they were concerned about, like, the uh, time management on the floor of, like, their star players. Like, they've been asking to play a lot, which, like, as a hockey fan is hilarious to me because, like, basketball players, like, need breaks when they, like, stub their toe. Okay? Like, it's, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not, like, the toughest of all of the sports yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously it's a lot of running in a game, but it's, like, still. Yeah. Yeah. Calm down. Um, so but anyways, their great solution to this problem is, is to bring him back as a part-time player. Welcome back, Kyrie Irving. So he will be able to, which I don't even think he can practice with the team because I don't they obviously that. practice in New York. Yeah. And like, Unless they just like quit jogged up to New Jersey for practice. <laughs> like, so he's not practicing with the team, yeah. but he's going to play their away games yeah. with them is the, the idea. So they've made this announcement. He's coming back part-time. Not one day later. <laughs> Not breaking, even 24 hours. Breaking news. Kyrie Irving has been added to the NBA's COVID protocol list. Like, I mean, okay, I just don't understand, one, the thought process of, like, why you think an unvaccinated player would, like, solve the fact that COVID's ripping through your team. <laughs> because, obviously, he's either going to get it or he's going to pass it to somebody that is vaccinated. And, like, your entire mandate originally was, like, we don't want to pay for someone who's not able to play. And now you have to pay for him because he's now technically On injured. your roster. <laughs> and now he's injured. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's, like, I mean, the Lakers did something similar with Isaiah Thomas. They signed him to a 10-day contract, which I didn't even know was a thing. No, but um, it happened. But it's what? happened. But he has not contracted COVID yet. I'm hoping he's vaccinated because he did play a home game, I think. So. Yeah, so he must be. Um, <laughs> Deducting. Also, the NHL announced that, so at the start of the season, there was four unvaccinated players. Yes, and there's only one. one. Yeah. And is that holdout Bertuzzi? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. But I think that's because the other ones... Um, like the Edmonton goalie had to get it. Or no, was it Edmonton? he can't play anymore. Oh, right, because of COVID. COVID. Yeah. Right, okay, right. Um, Forgot about that instance. Yes. Yeah. Um, the other one was the New Jersey goalie, Blackwood. But he did okay. comment early in the season that he just wanted to do more research on okay. it. So, like, apparently he's got a science degree. Okay, he researched he's, away. He's Noted. Yeah. yeah, so Bertuzzi, only holdout. Only holdout. Um, I can't remember who the other ones were, so I'm not sure that... Either they've been, like, reassigned to the AHL. And we just don't care about them. Because they don't, it's not mandated or whatever. They are kind of thing, yeah. right? Um, so then they don't count yeah. the numbers. But, yeah, but Tuesday's the only one remaining. Kyrie just taking down the NBA. Yeah. One, so, I mean, one that, day at a time, really. It started in the NBA. 
Um, and here we are now, just yeah, back, back so, in the NBA. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's just been like COVID news after COVID news this week. I just feel like I'm waiting for that sports world shutdown. I actually do think like all of the leagues, well, actually, I'm not sure I was going to say all the leagues shut down and call the holidays, but NBA plays at Christmas. They yeah. Plays at Christmas. Um, but right. Like, I know there's actually going to be Christmas games this year because it's on a Saturday. Yeah. So. But the NHL typically has a four-day shutdown over the holidays, and they probably should have just done a two-week, like, they should have, yeah. Get rid of, like, the situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're already postponing so many games now that it's, like, doesn't even make sense. Is anyone even playing anymore? Well, at some point, like, it's going to be like last year where the Flames and the Canucks had to play like six games, meaningless games against each other. Which hopefully this year, the Flames remaining holdout games will not be meaningless. But even still, so like then the entire league has to wait for us to finish their schedule. Yeah. Suck it up. Like it's so ridiculous. I Look, do- we were the last team to have a COVID case and like, <laughs> well, we got it. We went big. You're welcome. <laughs> Like, even little Daryl Sutter, which, like, shocking because his mask hasn't found his face in, like, two years. Honestly, like, I'm just glad to hear that he's healthy because, like, I was a little, a little concerned that, like, maybe he wouldn't be okay. Daryl's probably got his booster. He's, he's of age. True, so, true. Yeah. Um, I have to discuss my favorite sports news of the week. Okay, please do. Um, which involves my buddy Jackson Holmes. <laughs> Yes, Jackson. Like, I have to tell you, four people sent me the <laughs> same post that you sent me because I've apparently been so outspoken with multiple <laughs> people about my dislike for him and how he just, like, rides on his brother's coattails. And, like, it's not, like, it's not even any... Because I know he gets bullied a lot online for, like, his personality. Oh. And, like... That's something you can control. <laughs> just don't post online. But also, like, when you're posting videos flaunting in everyone's face that, like, you have this private jet and, like, you're rolling in these, like, high roller suites and whatever else you're doing, like, and you have done nothing, literally nothing to earn that, okay? Like, it's on your brother, who is, like, a great football player, but, like, Look, you've yeah. done nothing. So anyways, apparently he goes to this restaurant in Kansas City this week with a large party of people. And no reservation. No reservation, yeah. small restaurant. And they tell him, unfortunately, like, they can't seat him. And it sounds like he went on an online tirade against this restaurant. And I'm sure while he was there, he was like, do you know who I am? And they're like, you're not important. But anyways... So they have clapped back and basically been like, we're sorry that you think you're somebody and like you want to use your quote unquote presence on the internet. <laughs> Take and us this, down. Their response was savage. <laughs> it was like, it basically was like, you are a nobody. And the only reason that you have money and think that you are cool is because like your brother is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> And it was like, you could see how small our restaurant is. You didn't have a reservation. Yeah, it like, wasn't a matter of, like, they were, like, they were busy and they couldn't see it. Like, there was literally not, like, enough spots in the yeah, restaurant for, for his party. party. Like, and they're like, it's sad that you're yeah. using your platform to, like, take down this small business. And they were like, we survived COVID. We will survive you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like part of the statement they put out. It's so good. Yeah, it was definitely great to see that, like, 
I mean, it was hilarious, the response, even if it wasn't Jackson Mahomes. Because, right. Like, you know, like, restaurants are so limited on what they can say, right? <clears throat> like, someone posts a bad review, it's like, you can be like, I'm sorry you didn't have our good yeah. time here kind of thing, but you're pretty limited. But they went to town, and it was amazing. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, this kid deserves it. Like, I don't even care. He, he I assume he threw a tantrum in the restaurant, and, like, that is why. <laughs> This happened. I mean, obviously, I didn't see whatever he posted online, but it sounds like he posted something and tagged them in it. Yeah. And it's like, just go. I don't know. Can't you have, like, a very nice private chef come in and cook for you? Like, do you need to be out? <laughs> I did not see anything he posted because I actively don't watch the videos when you send them to me because I don't want him to end up on my algorithm. So... Uh, I haven't like this is a Jackson Mahomes free zone. I I honestly haven't been on TikTok in so long, except to see the videos that you've sent me. <laughs> um, so like he hasn't popped up in my feed okay. as of recent times. Yes. But like also his dancing just makes me so sad. It's not the best. Like it's not the best. It's not great. Yeah. It's and it's just like always him in the chief suite. Like I get it. Okay, you're. Yeah. You're Patrick Mahomes' brother. Yeah. Like, you get to sit in the suite. But does he have to go to school? Like, is he a child? How old is he? I think he's 21 or something. Oh, also, he used his platform a lot to, like, advertise that he was single and, like, wanted right. a girlfriend. Yes, I do remember that. Story. And then it's, like, obviously you're going to get people that want to freeload off of you. Like, yeah. this is not the place. Well, I mean... Perhaps that's what he wants. That's probably <laughs> what he knew was happening going into it, so... Um, I guess... Flipping back to some other sports news, um, big news for Steph Curry this week. Set right. the all-time three-point record, um, so that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. Uh, was it, like, 2,900 or something? Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. Um, he said it in New York yeah. against the Knicks, which it then came out after that when he entered the NBA, he originally wanted to play for the Knicks. Uh, I think I read that somewhere, okay. and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I mean... Like, Who do, I assume, yeah. like, I assume when you're a kid, people want to be, like, the Knicks, the Lakers. Yeah. Like, well, <clears> maybe all, now Golden State because of him. It really depends, I think, on which teams were, like, successful. Yeah. Like, the Bulls. Yeah. Like, I think that's, like, you know, I, I talked to, like, some of my friends in, like, their hockey fans, obviously, but, like, lots of them are, like, Avs fans because, like, that was a team that won a lot. Like, Sackick and, yeah. 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 Forsberg, that yeah. group. Yeah. So. Um. I do have to tell you, in it's not sports news, but it happened to me, oh. and it personally affected me. Okay. But I interviewed this child. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sports news. <laughs> what day was it? Whatever. Some day this week. If for, like, obviously a position. And he asked me, okay, so, like, if you're going to ask me a question, like, that's personal, like, uh, I would expect I would that that person would ask me the question back, right? Like, if, you know, like, where did you go to school? Oh, where did you go to school? Like, what? I don't know. In an interview setting, I, I don't know if I would have. I don't know, but he was asking me the question. Oh, okay, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. So at the end, I was like, hey, any, or, like, I'm leaving time open for questions. Like, do you have any questions for me? Which is supposed to be, like, about the job or the company. Right. Okay. So, like, I assume that he would have thought that if – he asked a personal question, like, I would ask it back. So he asked me what my favorite sport was, and I said hockey. And then I asked him the question. <laughs> I still don't understand why he thought asking you a personal question in an interview was the right Listen, right so many things were wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> so then I was like, then he's like, well, you know, like, 
I like to get out and see a ball game, which everybody, I thought everybody knew that's the universal universal term for baseball. Okay. Like immediately baseball. I'm going to a ball game. Okay. Take me out to the ball (laughs) game. (laughs) It's literally in the song. I'm like, okay. So baseball's in my head. He goes, but like in terms of sports, you know, I'm really into live music. I was like, what? Okay. Okay. I was rolling with the punches. Like, okay, we're going here. And then he's like, but like I went to the, and then he's like, yeah, it's just so great to like get out. I'm assuming we're still talking about baseball. And I was like, yeah, you know, hopefully they'll have a season next year with the lockout. And then he's like, well, I went to the game at SoFi last night. And I was like, Ron Ball. <laughs> okay, but that's football. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're, we're, this isn't, this isn't yeah. happening. You, can, is, you can't just say ball game for any game that has a ball. No. Like, do you go to like a tennis match and be like, not the ball game. No. Like, I was so confused. And then I was like, wait, am I the only one that thinks a ball game means no. baseball? You are correct. He was wildly wrong. I hope that he did not get hired. <laughs> but if he does ask for interview feedback later, I think like we've got some constructive feedback for him. Like if you're going to ask someone a question like that, expect that it's going to come back to you immediately. Back to you. Like, oh, like oh. honestly. So obviously, I did a lot of interviewing, like in my role. Yeah, and you ask those questions. I don't really care to be honest, but you do for fun when I'm interviewing. No. You. It has nothing to do with me. But, like, make up an answer. Like, but make it one that is, like, possibly legitimate. The number of people who told me that they liked hiking, and I'm like, you have never seen a mansion in your life. It's like on dating apps. Yes. People always, people always say that. And I always refer <clears throat> to this comedy skit by um, Eliza Schillinger, I think, is the comedian. Okay. Um, she used to date Jamie McLennan Noodles from the Flames. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, know him. Okay, yes. know him. But she has... Several specials on Netflix, but one of them, she talks about how women on, like, on dates say that they like hiking because there is no way to disprove that they cannot hike. Like, she's like, it's just walking. Wow, what a valid point. And it is, like, literally probably the greatest comedy, like, segment I have ever seen. It's so relatable (laughs) because people, like, absolutely are like, I like hiking. And she's like, it's just walking. Like, you can obviously walk, so you, no one can call you out for not being able to hike. It's like all those guys that post photos with like fish on their dating yeah. apps, and it's like nobody wants to see this. Well, like, and it's like it doesn't really show that you're good at something. No, you just like happen to be able to do that activity. Right. Like right. If you like showed me a video of you like putting like a lure on a line and casting, <laughs> and then reeling it in, and then like catching the fish and like filleting it and cooking it, I'd be like, Joe wants like a full meal preparation yeah. from beginning. <laughs> beginning to end like because like i'd be like all right perfect we can have like fish and chips sounds great <laughs> um but if you're just posting a picture of a fish i'm like oh you could have gone to like sea world and caught that like i don't know that fish you had nothing to do with this and it's like every person and then it's like for sure nine out of ten of you like only fish that one time in your life. For sure, nine out of ten of you, like your dad had to put the worm on the line because you were too freaked out. Right, and like so that's like, me. Yeah. <laughs> Relatable. But also, I'm not posting pictures of me holding fish. No, but if you had, I would want to see the beginning to the end. Okay, noted. Okay, so, noted. Yeah, like, I want to see the fish fry at the end of the day. 
Okay. <laughs> Look, you have some high standards. <laughs> this might be why I haven't gotten to the point of sending out the dating app. Right. <laughs> They're just like, these dating apps are not ready to meet my, my standards. <laughs> yeah. Where I need like a 45-minute video. <laughs> Also, like, if you say, if you say, like, camping, like, you better be setting up that tent in the video. I want to see you going to Mech to buy the equipment. Setting up the camp kitchen. I want to see the s'more that you make (laughs) after you have lit the fire. Right, the lighting the fire is key, like, we need to see the lighting of the fire. Like, I need to see you, like, hitting the flint into the, like, the stack of, like, dried up, like, twigs, so... (laughs) Okay. Just, just anyone who wants to date me be warned. <laughs> so good. I mean, I feel like I could segue that really well into our pop culture. If we could, because I was going to say um, around the starting the fire, um, Survivor finished up this week. It did, and, and the first like, Canadian winner. Yeah, who happened. you know? Yes. So I actually like went to university with her. Lost touch, but like. She, um, when I, in second year, I like lived in residence on a floor and was like, a I don't know, like university leader, not the people that get everyone in trouble for right. drinking, but like the fun person okay. on the floor. <laughs> fun patrol, not fun police. Yes, okay. exactly. And like, she was the, the fun, the fun, uh, patrol for, um, like a specific, what are they called? A program, like whatever. So it was the media information technology program. And that happened to be like everyone on my floor was, except for me, was in the program. Um, So that was her role. So we became like close through that, but she won. So very exciting. Yeah, I think Um, it was a little bit of a surprise. I I recently restarted watching Survivor. And so I watched the last couple seasons of it. Um, And I was just going to say like, this is probably her Canadianness coming out of her, but I just thought it was so cute that like literally every time she walked in for like like a challenge, she would be like, "Hi, Jeff," and like, "How are you doing today?" And she, she was so polite. She's posted on her Instagram like quite a few photos of like her being best friends with Jeff, yeah. so she must have got that comment from like other people. But well, like he probably midway through the season, like he noted. I can't remember what he said. <clears throat> it was something around the lines that like no one ever says hello to me. Like, and like they often walk in just like. Stone and yeah. they're probably starving and like, <laughs> right? and, like fried from yeah. the sun, and, but like she powered through all of that. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I still think it's a bit of a surprising win. Um, I like she won. The vote was like eight to one to zero, and I thought the person who got zero would have been a lot closer. Oh wow! But I, I didn't know there was three people that yeah. were in the final. Yeah, I thought like, it was always down to two. No, the last like probably. 20-something seasons. Okay, wow, I'm very behind. Final four, they do a fire-making challenge. So, so so, okay, so like Jill, your boyfriend, your future boyfriend, maybe you can find him in the final four of Survivor. (laughs) Only if he won the fire-making challenge. Okay. So basically what happens when it comes to final four is that one of them wins immunity. And so that was the standard. And then he gets to pick who gets to come with them. So he picked Erica, who's the girl that you know okay. who ultimately won. And then the other two compete in a fire-making challenge for the third spot. Amazing. And so it was a very close challenge, but they're literally, like, hitting the flint and, like, building it up and everything. And they have to, like, burn through this strip of twine. And, okay. Um, 
Yeah. So then, so then it was the three of them, and um, yeah. wow, he must feel so shitty that he took her to well, the finals. It was, she won. it was funny because he like specifically didn't put her in the fire making challenge because she had been banished to this exile island for two days and two nights, and so she had to make fire while she was there, and that's where she became besties with Jeff because he went and visited her. And okay, so she probably only had one yeah. friend at that point. Yes. Noted. She was like for sure going to be like voted off next. But she got this twist where it was like a turn back time. And so basically this group of people who had won and these were people who had lost switched. So like, Oh, so a different went to the fire pit. Yeah. So then, um, so that saved her. And then from there she was able to kind of like basically redeem herself. But, um, so he thought because she had done that, like she's going to be really good at making fire. And then he decides, and she was like, absolutely terrible. Like it basically probably took her the full two days to make fire. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. like he thought she was going to get there regardless, yeah, exactly. just make the other two fight it out. Yeah. So, um, but she was really well-spoken and yeah, um, which makes sense if she says she's in like a media yeah. relations class. Um, yeah. yeah. And she won. And so good on her first Canadian I know. winner. And I know. Very exciting for yeah. us. I've watched her. So like <laughs> her, uh, like Instagram following has yeah. gone from, I think before the finale, like right before the finale, it was like eight or 9,000. Yeah. And now she's like... Last I looked, like thirty thousand, yeah, basically. I so, like, yeah. yeah, she had requests for cameos. I mean, oh, wow. where are cameo requests? I don't know. <laughs> like, rude. <laughs> it is rude. But again, perhaps we must go on. Yeah, a reality should. show. We should. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was that was an exciting thing to watch this week. Um. Much better than just a quick little update we should probably provide on Sex in the City drama. Right. Right. We did discuss Sex in the City. Mr. Big getting killed off last week. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert again. Well, I think you've but, heard of it. Right. Point. Because the Peloton clapped back and basically. The next day. They had like a, an ad out. Yeah. Basically. And it was basically showing like how he like is thriving and he's like flirting with the instructor and like he doesn't need to be on the bike or something. But like. Ryan Reynolds ad agency produced this and they Which had, as we know, he's great. Yes. And so like I think I think Sex and City must have aired on Saturday. Yeah. And by Monday they had <clears throat> this video out. And then the next day it comes out that, that he's been accused of sexually assaulting two now up to three girls. Now up I've to read. three who's like accused and then there's been like quite a few celebrities who have like alluded to this has been a thing that they were aware of. Um, one in particular, Zoe Lister-Jones, I think, who was on um, Life in Pieces, which is a pretty big okay. show. Because um, I was trying Tom to Hanson. think. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but Chris Noth has been accused, basically, of, like, forcing himself on these women. Um, and I think raping the one with yeah. the accusation. And so, like, Peloton ad has been wiped from the face of the earth like just gone. like they cannot catch a break no. peloton no and then like he's been dropped by his representation yeah um and like all these stories are coming about about like his behavior back to like the time when he was on like law and order okay i was wondering like i thought he was on law and order yeah but i could because i really only watched like a I've watched some of the, because there's like Law and Order. There's so many. Criminal Intent. And that's when he was There's on. SUV. Is there another one? SVU. SVU. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> SVU. Yeah, there's a new one now that has oh, like, the, um, the dude. Stabler. Uh, yeah. 
spinoff, but like organized crime or something. Yes. But okay, he so he was on the original one. Yeah, and so that's where this Zoe Lister Jones, I think that's her name, worked anyway, with him. Yeah, she was. A, this was early on in her career. Got it. Um, so she was a guest star at the time <clears> on it, and so she had witnessed some not so uh, flattering behavior from him, and so wow. she basically posted the statement saying like. Her friends asked her how she felt about Mr. Big being killed off. Not Mr. Big. That's the chocolate bar. Big being killed I called off. him Mr. Big, too, okay. so, like, totally fine. <laughs> We're good. Um, being killed off, and she's, like, honestly relieved. And then she, like, had, like, several slides in an Instagram carousel about, like, her experience with him. And then there was, like, like quite a few celebrities who were, like, yep, witnessed it at, like, a bar when I was working there, like, kind of before I got my break and all that kind of stuff, so. I wonder if Sarah Jessica Parker will ever come out and say anything, because they are quite close, from what I've heard. And he was paid, like, $5 million, supposedly, to do that one episode of Sex and the City. Where he dies in the first 15 minutes. Because he didn't want to do the reboot, and they basically, like, wow. it sounded like he might have been in other episodes in, like, flashback form. Um, which, like, I assume is not the case anymore. No, they should definitely just take him out of any of those. Yeah. But, um, yeah, just not, uh, no. not some great news for, for that situation. No. So, no. but it was just wild how it went from like, like, right. Like, you know, this was so crazy. This Peloton, like the stock is dropping. They came back with this ad that was like pretty well done. It like so quickly acted on. Right. Like, mm-hmm. And now Ryan Reynolds is like, what an ad? I don't like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. God. Yeah. So. Not the well, best. No. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that was pretty much... Oh, I know. Um, Olivia Munn and um, John Mulaney had their baby, so yeah. mazel tov. Yeah. Are um, they even together anymore? I don't think so. Who knows? Well, there's rumblings, but <clears throat> the timelines... Apparently, she had a couple weeks ago. Um, even like a yeah, month, yeah. The, month yeah, she, so. I think they said, like, November 24th in yeah. the article that I read. So, so they were saying, like... The like conception would have been in like March, which was pretty close to divorce the, and divorce yeah. time. Kind of look, thing. so look, yeah, questionable. John. Another one of Aaron Rodgers' gems. <laughs> well, wait, what? She, uh, oh, Olivia Munn dated yes, Aaron Rodgers. I forgot. I was like, how yeah. are you tying this into? He did that. He did Dana Cleopatra. Right. I forgot about Olivia Munn. And yes. then, and then Shailene Woodley, maybe. who perhaps R.I.P. Hopefully R.I.P. I mean, not dead, but like the relationship <laughs> well, is dead. Perhaps she was not supportive during the COVID tow incident, which well, he said flared up recently maybe, in a recent game. Maybe he didn't love the fact that he she like publicly commented about like the size of his penis. <laughs> and his hairy hands. And his hairy hands. So I don't know. Who knows what's going on over there in Shailene Woodley and, and Rogers land. Yeah. So oh, well on to his next victim perhaps. Maybe, maybe we'll see what yeah. happens. I guess they have like, I mean, there's fans, obviously the Packers game, but she, yeah. remember she said she has never seen one of his sports games. Yeah. His so, sports games yeah. where he throws the ball. He throws the ball. So I don't know if they make it to the Super Bowl. Will she go? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe not. Well, actually, probably she will probably be able no, to. No, because she's not, she's not vaccinated. It's in uh, LA, so no. So definitely no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's at SoFi this year. All right. Which I think that I should just go hang out because I'm so excited about the halftime show. Who is the halftime show this year? It's like Eminem. Oh my god, right! Chill, focus! I forgot about that. We talked about that before, yes. too. 
Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um, well, I feel like that's all we've got. I know. Um, we are going to go for dinner. Eat now. And um, plan our end of year episode. I know. Um, so we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.